The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Tuesday, February 15th. I hope you had a good Valentine's Day and I hope you didn't pay up too much for that meal out. I don't know about you, Mark, but that is not a meal that I ever want to go out to dinner for. No, thank you. Suckers. It is a sucker bet. It really is. But um, if you had a nice meal, great. Otherwise, um, I, um, I did cook. So there's that. I am planning to cook. We're recording this before Valentine's Day, but I am planning to cook. Mark, I'm going to use one of your pastas, in fact. Well, I've done a good job, but you get it. Mark, for, for Christmas, Hanukkah, Mark sent me, I think it was 10 pounds of pasta in that basket. That was crazy, but it is awesome. And so I'm very happy about that. You never can outdo yourself, really. You just, you're going to keep, you're going to raise the bar higher and higher. You sent me those beautiful olive oils and balsamic vinegars and now the pasta. Like, so I think that's what I'm going to do on uh, Valentine's Day. There is um, one of these pastas that is specifically for pesto. So I'm going to make a little winter pesto, which is odd because, you know, I grow my own basil in the summer, but I'm ready to do a little winter pesto. And I think that's going to be my meal. What do you think? You know, you got to come visit us this summer and I'll make you the pesto out east. That's that's what we got to get you guys to do. Maybe, maybe this summer. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, come on. That That is so unfair. Like I was ready to do it. And then we had a pandemic that lasts two and a half years. Come on now. All right. Uh, if you want to come on the air with us and tell us what you actually did for your Valentine's Day. We'd be delighted to have you. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know what's on your mind. Don't forget to click the little box that says you'd be willing to come on the air. That is what Diane did. Diane is joining us from what she calls the middle of nowhere. And then she specified and said rural Illinois. By the way, it reminds me of that old joke, the rural juror, which is, I think, from 30 Rock. But anyway, rural Illinois, Diane, welcome to the program. What can we do for you? Thank you very much. It's so nice to be here. Um, we have kind of an interesting situation, at least for us. Uh, my husband just started a second job in July, and it's not something we were intending. And so we have not quite double our current income, but pretty close. Mm. And I think what we want to know at the root of it is, are we doing enough for retirement? And if so, then we have other things we want to do with that money. And if we're not doing enough, well, we have a whole extra money coming in. Maybe you can help us fix how to do that. So I think that's the question. How how does he have another? Is this like a two full time jobs, or is this a part time job? Is this a side hustle? Like, tell me a little bit more. It is two full time jobs. So he's a professor, 
And then he's just as of this summer, he's also an Episcopal priest. So it all works out schedule wise and time wise, but he's going pretty much 24 seven. That's a lot. Okay. So the first job is the professorship. And do you work as well? I do. I just have a little part-time job, so I don't make very much, maybe about 15. Okay. You guys have kids? We do. We've got two boys, nine and 12. How old are you guys? Uh, I'm 42 and he's 47. Okay. As a professor, what does he earn? He's making 57. 57. Okay. As an Episcopal priest, what does he earn? 55. Which is the job that provides benefits? Or do they both? Well, technically they could both. So right now all of our health stuff is with the professor job, but Mm -hmm. it could go to the priest job if it needed to. So in retirement, tell me what you're putting away. Like in the professorship job, is it a 403B? Um, it's, it must be, it's through TIA crap. It's Mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. Definitely. How much money's in there? Okay. So he's got 113 in there right now. He puts in 2.5% and they put in 5%. Now the second job, tell me what is that? So retirement, we're not doing anything with that, but they provide a pension. Yeah. Right. And, uh, so I figured out if he stays there for 20 years, he'll make about 1600 a month. So is that it for retirement, his 403B, or do you have an IRA, or does he have an old IRA kicking around also? I've got a Roth, and so I just put 500 a month in that. So I've got 65000 in that. Nice. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Any non-retirement assets that you guys have? Uh, not too much. We have a $20,000 emergency fund, and I just opened a brokerage account in May. So we have about 3500 in that. And we've got 529s for the kids. How much is in there for each kid? Um, let's see. So the older one has 30 and mm-hmm. the younger one has 20. Are you continuing to fund those or are those sort of like one and done? Like, did you dump money in or are you continually putting money in? With the professor job, they'll get tuition free for colleges, which is great, right? But I'm not, we're not 100% sure he's going to be able to sustain both jobs because it's all the time. <laughs> You think? Guy's got two full-time jobs. It's like Mark has two full-time jobs, but you know I pay him a lot for that. Right. right. So, <laughs> uh, so I think what I guess I'm hedging my bets. I guess what I'd like to do is like we started beefing up the the five twenty nines. We were putting in like seventy five bucks a month for the longest time, and now we're mm-hmm. tucking in a lot more, just so we have that freedom to not be tied to that other one if we can't sustain it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I don't want. I, well, well, I'll, we'll get into that in a second. Tell me about the house. What do you, you own your home? We do. It's a thirty-year mortgage, so it's three point six five percent, and we owe one hundred and twenty-three on it, and it's worth maybe two hundred to twenty. And you're going to stay there, like you like where you live. We do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are there any other assets floating around that we should know about, like any rental property or anything like that? No, nothing else. We are pretty straightforward. Okay. That sounds good. Does he have a preference for one versus the other? And how long has he been doing the two for? How long has he been doing these two jobs? So he's been doing the two for six months. I, I see it either going for the rest of his career, he'll do both, or it'll be about two years and he'll have to pick one. I can see kind of either one going just sort of basing off what I know about him. I honestly, this is my opinion, but I don't see him walking away from the church. Uh, So I think if one went, it would be, you know, going down to adjunct at the college or having to walk away from that, but it'd be painful for him. So 
it's hard to break up with God. You know? <laughs> I, it's a real high bar that you're putting out there. Um, okay. So big picture. Yeah. You are calling saying, are we doing enough for retirement? Let's just say that he is the Episcopal priest. Like that seems to me like you could do that for a long time. So when are we trying to target retirement? Like what is the age of retirement that we're thinking about? You know, I think it's pretty flexible. So I think you're right. I think the official retirement age is 72. Like then they say, no, you really should retire from this. Okay. (laughs) But I see anywhere from 67 to 72. Okay. I understand. While you are making all of this money, uh, what do your expenses look like? What do you spend right now? You know, I mean, we've put all the money into different places in the last six months just to make sure we're not, you know, piddling it away without realizing it. But at the root of it, what we need is like $4,000 a month. We're retired. That's all we need. And the rest is just what can we do to get ahead a little bit or give it away, that kind of a thing. Give it away. I want to give it to you first. Let's take care of you guys first. You and your charitableness, you you're, you, and your Episcopalian charity. Come on now. Okay. So uh, so think about this. Okay. So $4,000 a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in 20 years, he would get $1,600 a month from the pension mm-hmm. and he would get social security. Do you have, have you done a social security estimate at his full retirement age? You know, I did like a ballpark one and I thought yeah. it was like 3,800 or something like that. And that would be just his or his and yours? You know, that's a good question. I might've combined it because mine was about a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a a combo. Okay. So it sounds to me like you're pretty on target to meet your needs generally. Not I mean, it's not perfect. You know, we have to factor in inflation and all that. I think you are looking good. Ideally, if I'm really being brutalist about this, I would like you to put more money away into his four or three B. I really would. Two and a half percent, it's just not that much money. Does he have a Roth four or three B option? I don't think so. I'll double check, but it's never come across. Okay. Yeah. So I would say at least 5% and more like 10% is what I'd like his contribution to be. Now, of course, if he leaves there in two years, it's all going to be moot anyway. So then the next part of that is if you guys are looking at him leaving, we have to think about like, what is it that you really need? And then like, I don't know when, when he goes, if he were to do like adjunct, it would be probably more like, I don't know, what, 15, 20 grand a year rather than 57? Right. It'd be nothing. Yeah. It would be, I mean, not nothing, but it would be something. But I don't know how much more you could put away. But if you were going to put away anything, we would want you to you to keep putting money into your Roth. He would open up a Roth for himself also. And that's what you guys would do. You would max out your Roths each year. And that would be, I think, probably pretty much what you could afford on that salary on one salary. Is that right? Makes sense to me. And and I just stop putting money into the 529 plan. It's fine. Like what you have is fine. He shouldn't feel like he's going to kill himself and, you know, have two jobs to just get these kids through college. It would be nice. But like if he really, I don't know, did, if for an adjunct, they probably don't pay for school. I don't know if you get any sort of break for being part of the system, even if you're not full time. I don't know. I'd want him to kind of negotiate that in if he could. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Even if it were like, okay, not 100%, but 50%, that would be huge for you guys. Huge. Is there any other debt besides the mortgage floating around? No, nothing. Insurance? Do you have some life insurance for you guys? 
you. And I guess my question with that is that like, I don't contribute that much financially. You know, I'm, I'm aware I have a lot of value in the family, but as far as money goes, uh, like we only have a hundred on me. Is there any reason to have more on me? If, you know, if I were to pass, like the kids could be at home alone. They're old enough to do that and their grandparents and. Okay. I mean, no, no, not really. You know, usually when they're really young, we say yes, because then if you're the primary caretaker and instead of, you know, them being nine and 12, they're, you know, uh, three and six, then we're like, uh oh, we need to hire somebody. Right. But if they're really, you know, sort of more in their self-sufficient mode and if you have family to help, then you don't need that. And how much life insurance does he have? Uh, he has 500. I feel like he needs a little more. Because again, here's the problem. The reason is that if he dies before he gets that pension benefit, you could really be at risk. Okay. Do you get it privately or through work? Uh, it's half and half. So we have 250 and the church has 250. I mean, if the church, if you can buy more, then do that. Okay. If you can get it through the church for sure. Because I feel like just like in the near term, and I mean like 10 years, especially like the next 10 years while the boys are still, you know, youngish yeah. is one aspect of it. But also like, I really think you might need, you know, he's just, he's, he has whatever, 19 years to go to get that pension. And without that pension, you're in trouble. Okay. Unless you get a new um, husband fast. <laughs> how do you feel about that as your, as your insurance policy? How, how, you know, could that be something that you, no, I'm totally kidding. So I think, I think I'd really like more like a million. All right. That makes sense, right? Oh, absolutely. How about the estate planning? Uh, yeah, we've got all that done. For what All right. It's there. Yeah. I love that. I think it's tough to work two full-time jobs and um, we don't want to drive this man to, you know, go insane. So I think that you encouraging him to say, look, just go do the thing you love. If you loved being an Episcopal priest, then be that. That's maybe the job you can do for 20 years. There's a huge payoff for doing it. Go adjunct. And like, is there any chance for you, Diane, that as, as the kids get older, you'd, you'd earn a little bit more? Um, I think in the hundreds per month, you know, I could do that. I okay. teach on the side. I could, you know, up those. All right. Yeah. Like let's, let's uh, get a little hustle going. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, what else is on your, um, your question list? What haven't we helped you with today? I think the one question I have with the putting five to 10% in the 403B, should he just open a Roth instead or is there a yeah. reason? He could do that. He could do that. It depends. I, I want to try to make it as frictionless as possible. Okay. So if if he, if it's like, oh, once the money goes into the savings and checking, it just kind of disappears. If it happens more seamlessly by using the 403B, then do it. If it is like no big deal and you could, you're doing your own Roth, then sure. Then just then rock and roll and get his Roth going. If there were a 403B Roth option, then that would be the first choice. Okay. This helps so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. And if you and your spouse are working more than two full-time jobs, then you've trumped Diane and her story. But uh, we doubt it. Okay. So uh, if you need some help, we're navigating whatever's going on in your financial life. Just go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. And we'll get your note. Don't forget to check the box that says you will appear on the program. That's one way to get your question answered faster because it just takes me a longer time to get to, through all the emails. So just I put it out there, okay? Come on. 
Try to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 